So day eight in the trial of Minnesota versus Derek Chauvin for the alleged M-U-R-D-E-R of George Floyd. Note, I have to spell that word because if you say that word, you get demonetized by YouTube. So we're not going to say the M word. Now, day eight was a good day for the prosecution. It was also a good day for the defense. So how can it be both? Well, you're about to find out. My name is Joshua Roberts, attorney at law, and you are watching Lawyer Up. In today's episode, we're going to look at day eight of the trial against Derek Chauvin. We got continued expert testimony from Jody Steiger, and he gave us some new information about different types of restraints that were being used against George Floyd that we haven't heard about before. We also heard from the lead investigator in the case and from forensic officers who told the court what they found when they investigated not only Floyd's car, but also the squad car that they tried to push Floyd into. And finally, we had a audio clip that they were squabbling over as to what Floyd might have said during the tussle when he was being arrested. We're going to listen to it and you can decide for yourself what you think Floyd might be saying. Remember to like, comment, subscribe, and share. And as I've mentioned before, we are available in all major podcast formats if you prefer to get your information in that manner. So before we start day eight, we have to go back and rewind a little bit to the end of day seven because the same witness was on the stand. At the end of day seven, the state called its first expert witness. This was Sergeant Jody Steiger, a former Marine a 28-year veteran of the LAPD, and a nationally renowned police use-of-force expert. Now, he testified on day seven that he had reviewed all of the videos, all of the reports, all of the department's use-of-force policies, and in his expert opinion, the use of force by Derek Chauvin was excessive. So day seven ends with him still on the stand. So day eight opens. Steiger testified that he observed Chauvin using two different techniques. One was squeezing the knuckles together like that. And the other was folding the hand back into the wrist. You should try it. It hurts. I can see why they are pain compliance techniques. Steiger also testified that Floyd's handcuffs were single locked, not double locked. And the difference is that single locked handcuffs, they can move. They can become tighter on the wrist. Once they're double locked, they can't move in. They can't move out. They are locked into place. And Steiger testified that he could actually hear the handcuffs ratcheting tighter on the body cam video as Floyd was struggling. Then the expert moved to the topic of positional asphyxia, which is the fatal occurrence in some people who are handcuffed and left on their stomachs for prolonged periods of time. He testified that just being in that position can create difficulties in breathing, and it becomes even more pronounced. And it becomes even more pronounced when you add, say, an officer's body weight. Then you're just increasing the possibility of death. 
Now, on cross-examination, the defense attorney, Eric Nelson, he fought back arguing that these prone hold techniques, which place the knee between the shoulder blades and at the base of the neck, they are valid techniques. And, you know, the expert agreed with that statement. He said, yeah, those are valid restraint techniques, except in this case, Chauvin's knee wasn't between the shoulder blades. It was on the side of the neck. So then the state called Special Agent James Ryerson, and he is with the Minnesota Bureau of Criminal Apprehension, which sounds strange. It's similar to the Internal Affairs Division of most police departments. He took the stand, and he was also the lead investigator for this incident, and he said that his investigative team had 50 officers from his office and 26 FBI agents. And he said that they believed they did a thorough investigation, which with that many people, you would hope so. The attorneys then turned to playing a snippet from a body cam footage that became a real big deal during day eight. Now, the audio is of George Floyd, and it is difficult, if not impossible, to tell what he's really saying. The defense contends that Floyd is saying, I ate too many drugs. That is, I-A-T-E, eating, right? Too many drugs. The prosecution holds that Floyd is saying, I ain't, A-I-N apostrophe T, I ain't do no drugs. So I'm going to play it for you guys, and you can make up your own minds. Is he saying he ate too many drugs, or is he saying he ain't do no drugs? Let's listen. I'd like you to see if you can tell me what Mr. Floyd says in this instance. You hear what he said? Uh, no, I can make it out. Does it sound like he says, I ate too many drugs? Listen again. I don't know. I think it's impossible to tell what he's saying. Is it I ate too many drugs or is it I ain't do no drugs? I don't know. And at various points during his testimony, Special Agent Ryerson agreed with both. He agreed with the defense counsel when asked, and then he agreed with the prosecution when they said the different version of what he potentially said. So I can't tell what he said. Tell me in the comments what you think. Uh, listen to it closely. Do some research and, and tell me what you think in the comment section. After that, Mackenzie Anderson, who is a forensic scientist for the Bureau of Criminal Apprehension, she took the stand and she testified that when she searched the Floyd vehicle for drugs, she found Suboxone, which is a prescription drug used to treat opioid addiction, and she found two other pills, which upon forensic testing, it was determined that they contained methamphetamine and fentanyl. She then searched the squad car that they attempted to stuff Floyd into, and she discovered blood droplets and pieces of pills in the back seat. And upon DNA and forensic testing, it was determined that the blood droplets were that from Floyd and that the pills contained meth. And they detected saliva on the pills that was consistent with Floyd's DNA. And that's big evidence for the defense because that fits into their theory that Floyd ingested drugs, which ultimately led to his death right before the encounter with Officer Chauvin. This, these pills ultimately place meth and fentanyl at the scene of Floyd's death. 
And that was day eight. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, hit that like button for me. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't so that you can keep up with all of the updates. And I always say this, but you guys know it. I love it when you share me on social media. My name's Joshua Roberts, attorney at law, and you've been watching Lawyer Up. Send lawyers, guns, and money. 